Welcome to the Peaceful Power Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Clausen, and today I'm doing a solo show all about guilt-free alone time. Peaceful Power Podcast is here to help you live a movement-based lifestyle, utilizing fitness, yoga, and Ayurvedic techniques. Each week, I will bring you a motivational guest or a solo show geared to help you take action to live that peaceful, powerful life. All right, you guys, welcome back to the podcast or welcome to the podcast. So today, I'm really excited to chat about this. This is something that um, I actually got quite a few um, DMs about from my Insta story. So I had posted a picture of my journal where I shared, um, I think my favorite time over the past week was my alone time. And I had people who were like, oh my gosh, thank you so much for sharing that. Um, Because I think sometimes as moms, we feel like our time or our favorite time of the day or favorite time of the week has to be spent with our with our child or children. And, um, you know, I'd shared, no, I had an amazing alone time, like doing my meditations in the morning. So that was something that, um, a few of them had asked if I could do a podcast on or just blog about or something, because we are made to feel bad if we enjoy time by ourselves, especially if we're moms, you know, um, this is something that Sarah Jenks, who I went to her amazing, um, wise woman of winter retreat last January, She has been really um, tackling head on in her whole woman membership program, which I am a part of, and I absolutely adore everything that she's doing. And so I feel like some of this is, um, you know, stuff that I've learned as well as kind of an extension of some of the work that she's doing. So if you really want to dive deep into it, I would suggest following her and just um, getting some insight into what Sarah's up to as well in this kind of regard with like moms being able to take time for themselves. Um, One of the things that I think a lot of us kind of get stressed out about is, you know, how can we take this alone time? You know, it depends on what we do. Like if you have, if you're a stay-at-home mom, if you're a mom who works from home, or if you have uh, a mom who is in the corporate office, like there's just so many aspects of what we as women are doing nowadays. And so because of that, we don't have a staple, like this is how it should look like it maybe did, you know, during our parents' era. And so that's something that I think that we've had to navigate as women and just kind of manage, um, you know, the household as well as sometimes, uh, you know, women are the top breadwinner in their family as well. So you're navigating that and childcare and how does this all happen? Um, And a lot of it sometimes still falls onto the women's, you know, our side of the fence, like, and it's just ingrained patterns, who knows what it is, but you really have to sit down and talk with your spouse um, about making more even, I would say, I don't want to say even fence, but an even, you know what I'm trying to say. Um, and that's something that I've done with my husband. Like we shared, share doing the dishes. Um, if I ask him to clean or do something, he will do it. And I know that that has, you know, been a few years of marriage now, you know, getting used to that and the communication style. But I think sometimes we just go into that, or I know I did when we were first married into, I'm just going to do it myself because I do it better. And we get into that mode instead of just saying, you know what, like they're going to do it different than us. And that's okay. You know, the same thing with child rearing, they're going to parent different than us. They're going to do things a little different. We don't have to kind of, um, overstep that, you know, let them have their thing and we have our thing and let it ride. And that's part of that situation with um, being able to have some more alone time, you know, just knowing that, okay, you know, maybe I'm going to go downstairs in the morning, and I'm going to get up before everyone and do, you know, my routine in the morning. And then maybe your kids get up, but your spouse takes care of them when they get up. So then you can finish your meditation, your yoga, your journaling, whatever you're doing for your alone time. And that's okay. 
Like you don't have to be there to pick out their clothes every day. You know, maybe one day a week, your husband is there to do it or your spouse is there to do it. Whatever, you know, fits your needs. Then maybe another time to get it in. If you're like, you know what? I'm not really a morning person. Maybe if you have younger kids at home and you're at home, you know, take a little time for you while they're napping. So I uh, was challenged actually by Sarah to do some alone time work where I actually do something for me rather than cramming my work into that um, nap time, which it depends on the day. Sometimes my husband's here, sometimes he's not. And so I know if I can work or if I should just take time for me and it varies and it works for me, but you have to find that balance for you. So if you're a work from home mom and you're like, oh, okay, yeah, there are days where I don't have to necessarily do this task and maybe that's the time where I'm going to do some at-home yoga practice, or I'm going to grab a book and just sit and read, um, or maybe you take a nap, whatever is calling to you. So that's something to think about. Um, and then on your way home from work. So I actually have quite a few people who have said they'll just stop. And depending again, where you live, if it's cold outside, you're probably not going to do this. Um, but if it's nice out, they'll stop, shut the car off, roll on the windows and just maybe meditate in their car. Um, some people do it down the block from where they live and just kind of take a little bit of time for themselves to reset. And then another one after everyone goes to bed. So maybe after your kids go to bed, you take a little bit of time for yourself and whatever that looks like. So next up is, you know, why should we do this? Why should we be taking alone time? So I think that a lot of us just feel more refreshed. So we're more refreshed. We have a better energy about us when we take time for ourselves and when we feel taken care of. You know, everyone really just needs a little bit of time for themselves to check in and to honestly ask how they're doing. Because I think through the years, we've just buried so many emotions and just been like, no, I'm fine. I can do this. I got this. And then what happens is people get burned out. They start to feel disconnected from themselves and from their lives, and they just feel not fulfilled anymore. So really sitting down and making sure that we're good every day, or at least once a week, if you're not going to do it every day, at least once a week, you need to have that self check-in. Because if we're not doing that, those are the times when we suddenly wake up and we're like, whoa, how, who am I? How did 10 years pass? What just happened to my life? And that is an all too common thing that I've heard in the past 11 years of working with women. Um, you know, that's something that can easily happen. So that's why I really want you guys to check in with yourselves to make sure everything is good. And if it's not good, that's usually when we don't want to check in. Like if we're like, oh, I don't want to go there today. But those are the days that we need to. That's when we have to sit down and just see, okay, how am I doing? Why am I not doing good? And then we just go from there. And, um, you know, either seeking help if we need some professional help or just asking for a little break. Because maybe at your soul, you're like, I do. I need a break. You know, I need a couple hours a week for myself to go get a massage, to join a fitness class, to be with other moms or whatever that looks like. So I want you guys to kind of think about that. Um, when you're doing your alone time and figuring out what it is. So what counts as alone time? So what you, what should you be doing? Because um, sometimes people are so disconnected and no judgment there because I think we've all been there. I was there after the birth of my son. You know, I was like, well, what should I do for myself? I didn't even know. So what do you like to do? That's the first thing is I just was like, what do I like to do? I like to read. Like I knew I liked to do that. So that was kind of my okay, I'm going to just start with reading. Um, noticing, okay, scrolling through my phone on social media. Maybe you like to do that, but I would challenge you there with, does this actually make me feel better? After I'm done scrolling, do I feel good about myself? And if the answer is yes, fine. 
Or if you're like, you know what? I don't. I feel more drained and I feel just worse about myself. Maybe that's not a great alone time habit. Um, I'm really sticking to rules around it and just trying to hop on social media a couple times a day. And that seems to be really working for me um, right now in my life. So maybe you put yourself on some social media boundaries if you notice that is really, you know, kind of a suck on your time. So paying attention to that. Maybe you like to meditate or journal. Um, maybe you go through an online program or course that you purchased, but you never opened. Um, you know, I'm guilty of that as well. Like, oh shoot, I purchased that. And I, I went through one module or one little workout and I didn't do the rest of them. So maybe we go and open up some of those and make time and space for that. Um, maybe you have a dance party in your kitchen. I love to do that. Just turn on some tunes, some folk music and just go to town. Uh, maybe it's cooking. I like to bake, so I love to just, you know, randomly decide I'm going to bake something um, in an afternoon. And then maybe cleaning. Maybe you are, you love to clean. So I know some people who absolutely love it, and that kind of just mellows them out. It's like a meditation. So noticing, okay, I'm really gravitating towards this, and then starting there. And maybe it changes. So it could change seasonally. It could change um, as we age, as our kids age, it's all going to change. And just being okay with that. Nothing is set in stone. Now, another one that I want to talk about, which I think is huge, is alone retreats or just going on a retreat. So as I said earlier this year, I went on that amazing retreat. Like I am already cannot wait until her next one, which isn't going to be until the summer of 2019. But I'm already like, that's the next retreat I'm going to. Um, because it was such an amazing experience. And for me to get away for a weekend and just be with myself, like we had, we sat in silence, we had tears, we had laughter, you know, it was everything. And so for me, that was really recharging to be around um, other women who are doing the same thing. Um, we were all just kind of there to journal, meditate, and just kind of be with ourselves. And that was, that was really kind of opening up, you know, the floodgates essentially into what's really going on with yourself. And I feel like these retreats are so vital in our lives to make those connections and to connect not only with others, but with ourselves again. Because I find now being a mom, I don't do that. Like I have my morning practice and I can, you know, I can do a great job, but in the back of my head, I'm still like, okay, my son could get up. I still have to be quiet. Or, um, you know, sometimes my husband will get up really early and he'll be down here and I can hear the TV and I can't really get there. And then I have to go to train. Most of the days I'm off to train anyway. So I know I have a limited time where I can actually really go deep into a meditation. So to go to these retreats, I can really go there. I have the whole weekend to myself. I don't have to worry about anyone but me. And so that's something that I feel like we as women need that from time to time. We need those like little breaks from things so we can really tune in to what needs help in our lives. And, um, you know, especially if you're dealing with something, you know, like personally, and you just haven't wanted to share a lot of the retreats, if you don't know people who are going there, it's such usually a safe place. Um, you know, it depends on who's leading, but most of them are really safe to express some of these pent up emotions. And typically someone there has dealt with it or is dealing with it. And it's just a great place to kind of, you know, go there with people. So that's why I'm a big fan of retreats. And, um, you know, even if it's just by yourself. So maybe you rent an Airbnb that's, you know, an hour from your house or just down the street from your house. Probably don't do that. Maybe go an hour, maybe just at least 30 minutes away from your house and um, really just be there for the weekend, you know, just to relax and just be with yourself. And that could be something that you could do. 
Um, so really just try to explore that and, you know, make plans for that alone time. If you can't fully get there, um, you know, doing your morning practices or your evening practices, those are great tools to use throughout, you know, I would say your daily life, but having those deep retreats really help people go there, you know, and really connect again. Um, so that's what I have to say on that. Like, I really, I just cannot speak highly enough of retreats. If you've never been on one, um, definitely, definitely um, look into them because they they're so amazing. Um, so now I do want to finish talking about something that I think we can't escape. Uh, I feel, to me, I feel like it's getting better, but maybe it's just kind of the space that I'm in, the mommy judgment. But I know it's real. Like, I've heard people talking about it and a lot of us are afraid to do certain things or to maybe share certain aspects of our life for fear of judgment from other mothers. Um, you know, at the end of the day, we're all humans, but we're all different. You know, we all have different views on parenting and what I do with my child might be completely different from what you do with yours. And there's no judgment there though. At the end of the day, I'm hoping that we're all just parenting to the best of our ability for our child. And if you have more than one kids, you might be parenting each child differently based on their personalities. And that's okay at the end of the day. Like, that's what I feel we should be doing. You know, how should we, we should really be tuning into the child and seeing what they need. And um, again, like, that's why I feel like just the judgment of what's best for, you know, each individual person is going to be different because we all are just different personalities and different beings. So that's why I feel like there's just so important for, you know, women to step away from that kind of role for a while, because there's just so many times that I've heard, you know, women who, again, like 10 to 15 years later are like, wow, you know, my children don't need me anymore. And they feel completely lost. And, um, or the other flip side, they feel like they missed everything because they weren't present with their children when they were younger. So there's kind of two flip sides of the coin that I've heard um, is, wow, like it does go fast and I feel like I should have done X, Y, Z. And that does not mean don't take alone time. Typically, it means if you take the alone time, you'll realize what you actually need. Side note, I know it might sound counterintuitive, but during those morning meditations, you might be like, oh, you know what? I did not spend enough time with my child this week. I need to make sure I change that for next week. What needs to be adjusted in my life? And it's not going to be the morning routine. It's not going to be the you time. It's probably going to be around something with work. I literally had just said that to my husband, I think a couple weeks ago, I was like, I need to take, I felt like I didn't see my son this week. Like I, it was, I was working too much. I had too much packed into this week and he was with him a lot, which is amazing, but I didn't get to spend enough time that I wanted to with him. So it's those times where I noticed it, but again, I wasn't, I wouldn't have noticed. Like that's how easy it is to slip into these habits those habits where we suddenly are like, whoa, you know, my child's now in school and I feel like I didn't spend any time with them. We don't want those things to happen. So that's why we've got to slow down to pay attention, to start to notice when all of a sudden we're spending less and less time with each other. All right. So that's really what I want you guys to do is tackle in. Are you spending enough time? Are you spending too much time? What is right even for you and for your child and for your family? It's going to be all different. So again, really tune into this and slowing down, meditating, journaling. I cannot speak highly enough of these things to know what's best for you and to maybe not listen to, um, you know, every mommy blogger who might have an idea. 
And there's no offense to mommy bloggers because this technically is a mommy blogger type podcast today. And um, it's just what's going to be best for you at the end of the day. It's I'm not giving you a this is the right solution. I think that everyone should take alone time, but there's no right way to get there. So if someone's giving you a this is the exact steps that you need to take, just know, okay, is that going to work for me? Maybe not. Maybe yes, maybe not. Just knowing at the end of the day, you are your best teacher. All right. So that's what I have for you guys this week. I really want you guys to think about, you know, my weekly challenge is to think about where you can put this into your life. Where can you brainstorm where you need to do some alone time? You know, what do you want to do? And then actually do it by putting it into your calendar, uh, making it happen and committing to that, telling a friend, telling me um, over on Instagram at Andrea Clausen 21, um, tell me what it is, message me, whatever, if you don't want to um, put it out there on your public profile, send me a DM. Totally cool with that. All right. So, um, that's what I have for you guys this week. I really hope that, uh, those who needed to hear this really hear it and just understand that, you know, taking time for you does not have to be selfish. It does not have to be with guilt or with judgment around it, you know, really tune into what works best for you and your family and, um, no shame in that. All right. So you do you. All right. Thank you guys so much. And everyone, go out there and spread your peaceful power. Thank you so much for listening to the Peaceful Power Podcast. And if you want more information about today's show, head on over to andreaclausen.com, where you can also find my free guide to working out for your body type. And if you haven't already, I would love it if you could rate and review the show over on iTunes and share it with any of your friends that you think would benefit from hearing the Peaceful Power message. Thanks again, and go out there and spread your peaceful power.